Good evening. Good evening, everybody, people of God. Ah, I welcome you again to the final day of the week. God bless you. I want to say a big thank you to everyone that has been with us so far since the inception of this program, since on the 15th of April till today. I am super excited to have you and God bless you. We have been looking at the Bible and we have been growing together for a couple of times. And every single time that the this word of God drops in our spirit, every time we hear the good news, it tells us something. You know, God does not drop money from heaven. He drops his word that energizes you, then causes your spirit to attract ideas and that ideas is what gives you money it causes your spirit to attract favor and that favor is what causes men to bless you and may his blessings fall upon you this day in jesus name with us we are going to begin with a word of prayer our heavenly father we say thank you for being a good friend to us we say thank you for being our guide and our companion. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for being our tutor. For everything we know, you have taught us. Our Heavenly Father, we commit today's meeting unto your evil hands. We ask that you take absolute control. Take charge of our meeting. We ask that every word that we hear will take deep root in our lives and may begin to manifest, may we begin to enjoy of his fruits. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for your love. Thank you for another opportunity to be guarded as one. To stand before your throne of grace. To stand before your presence. And give a praise and adoration. All glory and honor be unto you, Father. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Amen. Once again I say, welcome to everyone who is here. God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Let's, let's open um, our Bible to John 3.16. Let us recite it. I think for, before, I, before I read, um, I, want, I want to make, you, make us understand something. I want, you to, I, want us, I want us to understand why it is imperative. We read John 3.16. Um, you know, the first time we were, t- were taught, we were taught um, um, ABC as children. It never sank in. The first time we were taught it, it seemed, it seemed like just words being said, like adults were blabbing and... Um, it was fun. You know, we, you never really understood the importance of those words. So you just say it's A, B, C. Sometimes you forget it, you don't know it. But the more you repeat it, the more it begins to uh, sit in the front part of your brain that you can easily reach. So you remember it easily. You know, it, becomes, it comes to the front shelf. And you remember it easily. And after the course of time, when you continue to 
to recite it and say it even more and more, your brain begins to dissect it and begin to understand why it is important, why those words are important. Okay, this, not just A, B, C anymore, but if I should combine A with B and with, with P and I combine it with L and I combine it with E and right combination, I should have apple. So if I should take two P's and combine it with one A and one L and one E, I should have an apple. If I should combine the B and an A with double L, I should have a ball. So your mind begins to understand that this is what it is. This is what this alphabet is. And you begin to appreciate the importance of the alphabet. In the same light, when we say and understand the importance of John 3.16, that God so loved us, we begin to appreciate it. We begin to see why it is impossible for us to be poor. We begin to see why it's impossible for us to be in, be in sickness. We begin to see why it's impossible for us to be depressed. We begin to understand why it's impossible for us to be tormented by the devil. So, reciting it is not just a ritual. It's not just for for saying is for our spirit man to come to the consciousness of this truth and that is God loves us so with that being said we recite John 3.16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever believes in him shall not perish but have life eternal have everlasting life. Our Heavenly Father, again, we say a big thank you for this love. We say a big thank you. We appreciate you so much for this love. May all glory and honor be unto you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I, I, I don't know about you, but I don't know. I feel super excited. You know, today, today is good. Okay, today is good. Today is just amazing. But I'm more excited about um, the promises of God. I'm more excited about how God sees me. And how God sees me is so important to me. It's so important to me. I, I, am, I, am, I feel supercharged. So um, we, have been, we have been going through the course of the week and we have been, we have been talking on um, how, why we need to be fruitful and what we are, and we being the salt of the earth, and um, we've been the light of the world, and that the world has been waiting for our manifestation for a long time. So, the world being having been kept in place and waiting eagerly, having been waiting eagerly for us to manifest, it will be unfair on our path to come and we, and be a disappointment to them. So, we being the light of the world, it's our duty to shine. The world has been waiting for us to come and shine. It will be unfair and unjust on our path that when after the world has been waiting for us so eagerly, we come and we're, we're disappointment. We just come and be, be fellow darkness the same way they are. So, the world has not seen God. We also understood that the world has not seen God. And God told them that um, he has his sons who are made in exact image and after its exact likeness. 
So, in other words, he has his replicas on Earth, and the world is like, oh, really? Okay, okay. Um, since we cannot see you, we can see you through your son, right? Your sons, right? And God tells them, yes. If you have seen my sons, you have seen me because they are the exact replica as I am. They are gods, just as I am, just as I am. So if you see them, you see me. So if you want to respect me, you look at them. Then the world sees you and you come before the world and the world is looking at you and you are a disgrace. I'm sorry for the strong language, but that's how it is. So they look at you, instead of bringing honor to the Father, they look at your life and your life is like, whoa, whoa, you're even more miserable than I will look. Is this how the Father is? Is the Father really this poor? Is the Father really this rickety and unkempt? Does the Father look this haggard? Oh, really, I don't think I'm so interested in serving a God that is unfruitful. So you see, the Bible makes us understand that we only bring honor to the Lord, to the Father, by being fruitful. So, being unfruitful is out of the question for us in the Christian faith. We must be fruitful. In fact, that is the, the truth. But then we came to understand also that being fruitful is not done by our own strength. It's done by the grace of God. He empowers us. Because Jesus Christ said that he is the true vine. He is the true vine and we are the branches. No branch bears fruit being separated or being shared from the vine. Okay, so um, Jesus Christ made us understand that for us to be fruitful, we must be connected to him because he is the one that will supply the nutrient to the branch that therefore will bring about the fruits. So without being connected to Jesus, we are going to be like branches, withered branches, and where are they going to end up as firewood? Or better still, if the enemy is so nice to you and just feels okay, um, I don't want to, I don't want to burn, I don't want to burn this one yet. I don't want to burn. If I burn it to end, to end so so quick, I'm going to turn to to um, what they call it, um, broom. So I, I, I don't think you should burn. Let me suffer him a little bit. So they either turn into broom, then use to clean their, on, put it under the ground, then use as footmarks, just dust their shoes. So they will suffer you, the enemy will suffer you. So for you not to be a dried and withered branch, you need to be connected to Jesus. For him to help you to be fruitful. And thus being, being fruitful also brings about honor to the Father. So you see, Honor to the Father is tied to us being tied to Jesus. I don't know if you understand. So bringing honor to the Father is tied to us being in Jesus. Because being in Jesus brings about being fruitful, and being fruitful brings honor to the Father. So you see, we cannot do it without Jesus. Then we went on to, to see and understood the promises of God, that he has promised us that we cannot be poor. Why can't we be poor? Because he has promised us the wealth of nations. He has said that we are going to enjoy the wealth of nations. And that's when we looked at Isaiah 60, 60, 60 um, and 61. And he has promised us the wealth of nations. So you see, we can trust God. Because every single time God has said a thing, he always brought it to life. Every single time God has promised a thing, he had seen to it. 
that it will come to pass. So Luke 1, 37 with the NLT version says, The word of God never fails. So, I know what never means. Never is a word of certainty that encompasses everything. So, it is not some. Sometimes fail. When you say never, it means there's not, there's not a time that it happened that by mistake it failed. The word of God never fails. So, if God says a thing, it is sure that it will come to pass. You can rest assured that it will come to pass. God is not, does not do tumbo tumbo. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm feeling like um, this is my child. Today, I feel like this my child is going to be blessed. I'm not too sure, but maybe this particular child. I'm looking at her future. Her future looks bright. So maybe the child will be blessed today. <laughs> no, my God is not like that. My God is the one that knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. He's not in time. So he knows everything about time because he's not in time. He's the one who created time. For you to create a thing, you need to be in it. You need to be outside it rather. You cannot create a thing while you're inside it. So you need to be outside the thing to create it. The person that created the mobile phone is not inside the mobile phone. He was standing outside the mobile phone to create it. So God is not in time. He needed to be outside time to create time. So God, being outside time, sees the full path. Just like the person who created the mobile phone can see the back and the front of the mobile phone. So, He knows the end of your life from the beginning of your life. And He knows the beginning of your life from the end of your life. So when God tells you, you are blessed, you are blessed. Hallelujah. I hope I'm making sense. I hope so. I just hope so. Because I'm blessed. I, I know I'm blessed. I know I'm blessed beyond measure. I know I'm blessed be, even way more than my mind can imagine. I know I'm blessed. Let us look at Isaiah 62. Ah, Isaiah is amazing. I'm going to read it from the NLT version. Because I love Zion, I will, keep, I will not keep still because my heart yearns for Jerusalem. I cannot remain silent. I will not stop praying for her until her righteousness shines like the dawn and her salvation, bla her salvation blazes like a burning torch. Now here is the part that concerns you, okay? Here's the part that concerns you. The blessings of God upon your life. And as you hear it, begin to declare it upon yourself. The nations will see your righteousness and world leaders will be blinded by your glory. And you will be given a new name by the Lord's own mouth. The Lord will hold you in his hand for all to see. A splendid crown in the hand of God. Never again will you be called the forsaken city or the desolate land. Your new name will be the city of God's delight. And the bride of God. For the Lord delights in you 
and you will and will claim you as his bride. You know, my 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 niece, my nieces. I love them so much. I have I have I have this my niece that um, she comes to me and asks me to give her my tab to watch a movie. And because of I love her so much, sometimes I do not feel like giving her my tab. Although she's of age, of course, she will not, she's not going to spoil it. I look at her with so much love in my eyes and i like, oh, how wish I can tell you no, but nah, just take. If we that is human, that are not as pure as God, that are still stuck in our own human frailties and our bodies, we find out that we can love those around us so passionately. How much more God? The Bible makes us understand in this verse that we are God's delight. We are God's delight. We are God's delight. Hallelujah. And being God's delight, you are so sure that he will do anything and everything to secure you in, in, in life. He will make sure that things work out for your good. He will make sure that things work out in your favor. If God has promised that he's going to give you the wealth of nations, why are you agitated? I said yesterday that core agitation, worry, real-time fear and worry, the one that when you worry, you're not thinking about God at all, is a proof that you don't trust God enough. It's a proof that you don't see God bigger than your problems. When worry comes, your duty is to point it back to God. Your duty is to point it back to God because he has come to take the yoke off your neck and he has said that his yoke is lighter. In the presence of God is fullness of joy. See, when God blesses you, forget anything anybody is trying to tell you. Forget anything, any, any situation around. Forget any situation around. Forget any situation around. When God has promised to bless you, trust me when I say this, you are blessed. The enemy cannot stop it. You cannot stop God's blessings upon your life. Nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Nothing. God has blessed you and you will be blessed. The only thing that you need to understand, like I pointed out earlier, is that you need to be connected to Jesus. That is the criteria in which you are enriched in the kingdom of God. You need to be a kingdom lover you need to be one who is deliberate about the things of God because God only funds things that concerns the kingdom. When you want God to bless you, present your case to him and let him see how much your case 
is going to bring about a, rasp, a rapid increase in the body of Christ and watch him bless you. Just watch him bless you. So with that being said, we're going to pray. We're going to thank the Lord for considering us his delight. For calling us his delight. For loving us so purely and dearly. And they were going to sing praises to God in thanksgiving. You know, we're going to sing praises to God in thanksgiving. Look, this time, when we are singing, we are telling the devil, I, I don't blow. There's nothing you can do about it. We are singing it in confidence of who we know God is. And we're going to watch testimonies erupt. Pray to him. Thank him for making you his delight. Thank him for blessing you beyond measure. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Zukura Koskate Sakar Renantes. Zukrinanamonte Sukosta Sakara Tandre. Zukrinanske Desta. Zekrinanske de Sakora Koskate. Thank you, Lord, for having delight in me, finding delight in me. Thank you, Lord, for finding joy in me. Zukrinanske Tarakosta Shakista. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Now, at this point, the Bible makes us understand that the Lord will give us a new name by the word of his mouth. The Lord will give us a new name by the word of his mouth. I don't know what they've called you. Have they called you barren? Have they called you dull? Have they called you a debtor? Because it happened that you could not pay your debt, your, your financial 
problems. I don't care what it is that the world has called you, but the Lord has promised that he's going to give you a new name. He's going to give you a new name. Begin to thank the Lord that he has going to give, has given you a new name by the word of his mouth. Begin to declare it that your name is changed. If they were once calling you debtor, you are debtor free. You are walking in abundance. In the name of Jesus. If they once called you barren, for the Bible makes us understand the Lord has promised that it shall be no barren in the land. So you are fruitful. You are a mother of nation. You are a father of nation. They've once called you doll. The Lord has come to your rescue today. For you are bright. Your mind is brilliant. You are successful in all that you do. You are successful in all that you do. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Now, the, the Bible makes us understand that, that, that he, the Lord has promised that world leaders will be blinded by our glory. That world leaders will be blinded by our glory. Listen, now is the time for you to begin to declare it now. That, you, that, that the glory of God within you begin to shine so bright that the world cannot deny but recognize you. You'll be recognized anywhere you step your foot into. They cannot but notice you. The world leaders cannot but notice you because you have the glory of God in you. Because the Lord has promised you, you can take it to the bank. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For you are wonderful. You are worthy, O oh God. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O oh Lord. For you are wonderful. You are worthy, O oh God. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O oh Lord. 
No other name like the name of Jesus. No other name like the name of the Lord. No other name like the name of Jesus is worthy of glory. He's worthy of honor and worthy of power and of praise. Thank you. Hallelujah. Jesus, for the love that you have shown to us. We could never pay you, but from our hearts we love to say that we that we thank you. For we could never pay you, but from our hearts we love to say that we that we thank you. Cause all the glory must be to the Lord. For he is worthy of our praise. No man on earth should give glory to himself. All the glory must be to the Lord. Oh, all the glory must be to the Lord. Yes, for he is worthy of our praise. Yes, no man on earth should give glory to himself. All the glory must be to the Lord. <laughs> so take glory, Father. Take glory, Son, take glory, Holy Ghost, now and forevermore. Take glory, Father, take glory, Son, take glory, Holy Ghost, now and forevermore. I know my Redeemer leaveth. I know my Redeemer leave it. I know my Redeemer leave it. He leave it forevermore. I know my Redeemer leave it. I know my Redeemer leave it. I know my Redeemer leave it. He leave it forevermore. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your love. Father Lord, you deserve our praise in the morning. You deserve our praise in the noontime. You deserve our praise before we go to bed. You deserve our praise all day, all night. Our Heavenly Father, we say thank you for all that you do. We bless your holy name. For you alone are King. You alone are Lord. You alone is worthy of our praise. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for your promises. Father Lord, thank you for your love that you have shown to us. Father Lord, we appreciate you. We love you. 
and we declare you great and highest above every other. Thank you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Father, Lord, as we, we thank you, first of all, for the word that you have spoken to us, for the, the assurance of your love and compassion towards us. We thank you, Father. We love you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You deserve our praise. You deserve our worship. You deserve all that we have. My Father, as we go to bed, we know your love has enveloped us Favor is our portion. We wake up with favor and we wake up with good ideas that we turn our lives around in the name of Jesus. Our ministering spirit have gone ahead of time on our behalf to speak good words. They've taken our name and ran ahead of time and dropped it in the ears of kings. Our name is being whispered in the ears of kings and our helpers are coming forth from all around the world to bless us. Thank you, Father, for this is our testimony. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Once again, I say a big thank you to everyone who turned in today. God bless you. God bless you. Trust me. Trust me. Not a single word of the Lord will fail. Not a single word of the Lord will fail. If the Lord has said he's going to bless you, if the Lord has called you blessed, if the Lord has said, that nations will serve you. Trust me, you can go to sleep. Be rest assured that the, those words that the Lord has said will come to pass. For he, will, he has granted you and promised you wisdom. And he's going to give you the wisdom and the power to excel in all that you do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. See, go to church tomorrow. I beg you, go to church. Don't, do, don't, don't pray by yourself. Go to church. Okay, <laughs> let us all go to church. I hope to see you again on, on, on Monday. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed weekend. God bless you. See you again next week.